0: Today, it's been, first of all, it's been a while, but I do want to welcome you all to Mine and My Images the podcast. And today, it's a sad day, not just for the podcast, but it's a sad day for like life at this moment in time because um, my friend, my brother, my one of my best friends, passed away. So. This episode is dedicated to Gerard. Sad to say that Gerard, you know, he he, he he's he's moved on. And so this episode is uh, dedicated to Gerard. You know, this coming in this season, he was going to be uh, a second host. We were going to talk and discuss a lot of issues. And it's been a roller coaster stuff going on that's why I haven't really been posting stuff because I'm trying to compile um, put everything together it's just been like overwhelming and too much but um, all that being said, this episode is dedicated to Gerard and I wanted to talk about grief um today you know how because how grief can it can affect our mental health in a profound way that leaves us in a negative state, and if we allow it to, right? Um, and grief is something that each and every one of us, at some point in our life, is going to experience, no matter who you are, no matter how old you are, no matter where you are, or you know things that you do in life. We all, at some point in time, is going to experience grief, you know? Um, so, what are some of the feelings that we actually experience when it comes to grief? I would say
1: confusion,
0: sadness,
1: guilt. Um, with all that being said, depression, loneliness, all that being said, Grief
0: can be a natural process for us to heal and grow. I forget all the stages that come along with grief, but I think they say there are five stages and their exact name. I, the five stages of grief, I, you can look it up for yourself.
1: Um, but, you know, what do we learn from grief? Grief teaches us that we're, we have connection, you know,
0: as a, um, as an introvert, sometimes I feel like I can't connect with people, or I choose not to connect with people. But within my level of grief, or dealing with grief, I've come to learn that in order for me to miss somebody, I must have some type of connection to them that was deeply um, rooted within me. That now that I'm feeling this emotion of loss, of uh, emptiness, or grief, states that I had a connection with this individual. Also, you, you know, some things we take for granted, but. One of my sayings in life, from the uh, I believe it's from the Four House Show, right? The intro. It goes step by step and uh, day by day, and that's just that's just that that part right there is in like one of my life slogans that I can only do things step by step, and I can only experience things a day by at a day at a day's time, right? So, with that being said. No matter what I'm going through or it's grief or I'm feeling down, I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling alienated or I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling hurt, I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling frustrated. Um, I know that I can only get through this process by taking the necessary steps to get through the process, if that makes any sense. So I'm going to take each step to try to walk my way out of it while experiencing things, experiencing what grief is. And now when you hear grief, a lot of people think that there's automatically a negative connotation that goes along with it. But what I've come to learn is that with grief, there is a reminder to cherish those precious moments that we had with those that are in our lives, those who are precious to us, because we never know when they'll be taken away from us. And whether they're healthy today or 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 sick yesterday, you know, you don't know. You know, you don't know where they're going to go. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, you got to cherish each moment that you have with them because every moment is precious. It is a gift. Today is a gift. Um, as Willie Moore Jr. says, the present. That's why it's called the present because it's a gift just to be able to experience the present. So you got to cherish it, right? You got to be able to express your love. One of the things that I've done, through, even with my friends, my brothers, right, is that I started telling them, like, even before we get off the phone, oh, y'all, I love you. You know, as men, we tend to not want to tell each other that we love them, right? But I want... My brothers, my friends, the people that I cherish in my life know that I love them. Genuinely. Like, I love them. Like, no matter what we are. Because I know who my support system is, right? I know who I can turn to. I know who I can vent to. I know who I can lean on, like the song. So, I I got to let them know that I appreciate you 100%. And I love you. You know, the thing is, like, is it, for me, I feel like it's very important for us to say, I love you. Even when you're down, I love you even when you're up. I love you just to be in your presence. I
1: love for what you
0: bring to my life, what you bring into my world, you know. So that's some of the things that you just got to do is just cherish those moments, express your love, express your kindness. Because you never know what tomorrow holds, Um, you know. Another thing that we learn about grief is resiliency. The, uh, the ability to overcome not just our emotions, but to overcome the loss of a loved one. The ability to still move forward with life. You know, whether you turn around and make that life about you doing better. As an example, as a promise that you might have made to them, you know, it's still an act of resiliency. Um, the ability to overcome whatever challenges that might be set before you, you know, whether that's emotional challenges, whether that's physical challenges, um, or whether that's you going through the, st- the stages of grief. At the end of the day, you got to remind yourself that this is only a season. Even when um, King David was in the, in the Bible and his son uh, was on his deathbed, while he was praying to the Lord for his healing, he was weeping. He, he, he was covered in ash and his sackcloth. He was in not mourning, but he was in, he prostrated himself before the Lord, and and he and once he found out that his son
1: passed. What did he do? He got up. He got up. He said, I gave everything that I had
0: unto the Lord. And if it's the Lord's will, it's the Lord's will. So I'm going to cry now. This is song out by Ty Tribbett, right? It says, um, only for one night. And when I found out about the sickness, um, Gerard's sickness, his illness, you know, we was having a conversation after conversation and I told him you know he was like he was really down and I told him I said bro it's only go if you gotta cry go ahead and cry but cry for only for one cry for one night let it all out put it all on the table give it everything that you got because if you rest in that you'll never be able to overcome it overcome it mentally Whether you overcome it physically, that is up to the law. But mentally, you gotta be able to overcome whatever stands in your way. So I was telling, man, cry, let it all out. Let your anger, your frustration, your sadness, let it all out. But only do it for one night, bro. And then one, one night doesn't have to be like literally one night. But put it all out on the table. But once you get it all out, you gotta show that resilience. You gotta be resilient. You gotta be able to say, "All right, this is not gonna shape me. This is not gonna define me. This is not who I am." At the end of the day, I still have a purpose, no matter what my position, no matter what I'm going through right now. My purpose is to need to be fulfilled before I even go. So that's not that's not a position or a place for you to soak. It's not an option. So give it. Only for that one night, air, um, air parentheses. And, then you got to stand up. You got to dust your shoulders off. You got to rip that sackcloth off to give the Lord a praise and say thank you. Even though I'm going through what I wanted, I'm going through it, and I want to get out of it, I still got to thank you for allowing me to still be here while I'm here. I got to thank you for all that you already have done for me. Because I could have been gone then, but right now, I still have a chance. I still have a moment to impact. And that's one of the things that Gerard did. He impacted those around him. He was a constant motivator for for people around him to do better, to be better. He pushed me into this podcast. He pushed me into seeking therapy. Therapy. Help. You know? Outside of myself. So. His impact wasn't done or limited. By what he was going through. His impact
1: was determined. By those who he impacted. That makes any sense. So. This episode is kind of hard. But I feel like I got to do it. So forgive
0: me. Alright, so there's multiple ways to grieve. Just like there's a positive side to grieve, there's also a negative side to grieve. And one of the most common ways that people do when they grieve, they self-indulge. Excuse me. Like I said, I'm trying to push through this. They self-indulge and
1: Drugs, alcohol, bad behavior, uh, destructive behavior, you know, because they don't know how to handle their loss. They don't know how to
0: get through this season. I don't want to say they
1: lack resilience. What I want to say is that the way they choose to get over it. Is a um, ultimately it's
0: a negative way. Let me just leave it like that. It's a negative way, and it's gonna have uh, a bad effect on you. It can have a bad effect long term too.
1: What we must do, what we must do for those who grieve. Had a friend who who lost his brother, right? And um, I was. I was
0: tasked with taking photos for his uh his funeral. Um, and now me personally I never do too well at funerals. That's FYI. It just does something to me. I don't know how to handle it emotionally, so it's awkward. But I knew in this moment that he was going through something. I right? he was grieving for the loss of his sibling, his brother, you know. And I didn't have the words to kind of console him, right? So, see, this is why I say God just put things in your heart, you know. Um, And I told him, I was like, bro, I don't have the words to try to console you. But what I can do is that I can sit with you. And I can sit with you. And I sat there quiet, right next to him, until until he was ready to move, to where he was ready to do whatever he needed to do. I didn't say one word. I just sat there. And at the whole time, I sat there. You know, I prayed and I just said, Thank you, Jesus. Because sometimes we try to come up with words to show that we're supportive and that we understand that it's going to be all right. But what I've come to notice, sometimes. That's not what the person needs to hear. Well, you could even throw scripture at them. You know. Be, be encouraged. You know. Mourn together. You know. Sometimes that's not what a person needs to hear. Sometimes they just need a body right there. You know. Someone to rest right next to them. Know that they're not in this by themselves. Your presence
1: means a lot. So. And that's all I can do. I told him. Bro, I'm going to just sit here with you. I'm going to just say here, bro. And I sat there. I mean, sometimes that's all you got to do. Make yourself available. All right. Um, make yourself available. Be compassionate. Compassionate. Make yourself available. All right, so what else can we get from grief, right? Um, Grief can uh, promote personal growth,
0: you know. Um, Even when you think about it from the natural uh, perspective of life, and you think about uh, a tree and how a tree um, goes through. It's seasons. You know, a lot of people say fall is one of the most depressing seasons because you see leaves falling off the and the trees just look bare and bland and it looks like a lack of life. You know, it's not as colorful, once those, especially once those leaves fall. But what I love about fall, fall shows us in our nakedness. All shows the world in its nakedness, I should say, and doing a season of grief we are we come to be naked to our emotions, we come to be uh naked open to a lot of stuff, right because we grief is, puts us in now this is Lamar speaking grief puts us in a vulnerable state. And being in a vulnerable, vulnerable state, we're exposed to the elements. We're exposed. But in this season of exposure, we are allowed to have a personal growth. So we are allowed to define who our excuse me. We are allowed to define who our character is. Or we define by our character. You know, the truest person can come out whether it's anger. Whether it's hate, resentment, all these emotions comes to surface. And you got to be able to control your emotions. Because an unstable man, I say that a double-minded man is an unstable mind. But I say a man that is not in tune with their emotions or an individual that's not in tune um, with their emotions
1: is a, one of the most dangerous person on earth. So personal
0: growth. Take this moment for personal growth to better yourself. Inspect yourself. Introspection. Inspect yourself. Learn how to handle your emotions. Learn how to deal with things.
1: Set up systems. Set up things that's going to get you through this process. You can do it.
0: It's a journey. You can do it. Acknowledging your pain, your your emotions, it just puts you in a different place. Because once you know what it is, now you can find a way to fix the issue. Now you can find a way to put you in a better position. Now you are better off than what you were. I know that I'm angry. So the fact that I know that I'm angry, I'm going to pull myself away that I don't hurt myself. That I don't hurt other individuals. Now, once i I got myself in a better place, I hi it's nice to meet you. Now I can come back and revisit situations. When I found out this news, I had to take off work because I knew that even if someone was saying something that would push me over the edge, and I didn't want to do it because I didn't know what it was going, what could be a trigger. Right? And that's grief for you. What could be a trigger? You know. Someone could say, well, how's your day going? You no know, I just, you know, they get somebody actually be like, well, my brother just passed away. My day's actually not going good. I didn't want to put someone else in that awkward situation. And I didn't want myself to be put in that awkward situation. And I didn't want to know, like, oh, you was late. I didn't want pop up like, so what was I like? What are you gonna do about it? You know what I mean? I didn't want to be in that position. So i like, let me take it. Take a step back, Recoup. get myself together. So, but one thing that we got to remember about grief is that we're not in it alone. We are not in it alone. We have to utilize your resources. I say this all the time, whether it's your family, whether it's your friends. But one thing I do scream from the rooftops is talk to a therapist. They're here, or talk to a counselor. They're here to be used in that aspect as a resource that helps you get through this season. Speaking of which, I need to schedule an appointment with my therapist. (laughs) Real talk. Just, because I haven't, it's just, it's just so much. It's just so much, you know, but but what I will say, no matter what you're going through, I pray that you be strong. Be resilient. Be supportive. Look out for a support system
1: when you're dealing with grief. Utilize your resources. And thank you for listening. Um this that
0: this episode
1: is dedicated to
0: Gerard, my brother, my friend. So before we go out, I just want to do a A moment of silence will
1: let him know that I love him and already miss him. Thank y'all for tuning in to Mind My Images, the podcast. I'm supposed to go out there and start having conversations. Until next time, family.